Hello, everyone. Blessings to all of you. Welcome to Freedom International live stream. And with me are Carl Moore from Ireland, John Katsavos from Canada, and hopefully we'll be joined by Hartmut Schumacher from Germany. Our guest, especially today, a special guest is no other than the world famous Nia Peoples. And I say that because I grew up in the Philippines and we didn't grow up with television. So if there's good movies, especially musical, we're in the theater. And during that time, we have double, double movies in one. So we used to go and keep watching and keep going to the theater. So and she's that whole movie is very inspiring. So when I saw Nia, with Bruce Lipton and Dr. Butar, I said, oh, I have to invite Nia. And so everyone knows that she's an actress, a dancer, and an artist for me, if just, okay, and a, a, a singer. And she's also a mother, just like most of us, okay? She's ordinary, but extraordinary. And in her journey, the life took her to that moment when she could have more time to really go deep dive into her soul's journey. So before and sooner or later, that's when I saw her doing a lot of things about mindfulness, about love and about just frequency. And because this is a very um, uh, challenging times, Nia, um, I really welcome and I appreciate your presence. So thank you for coming. It's really a pleasure to be here. And I'll tell you, one of the most exciting things for me is to see groups like this forming everywhere where normally you wouldn't. You know, normally you'd feel like, well, I have these thoughts in my head and I have these feelings in my heart. And what the situation that I'm sitting in, whether it's the job that I'm in or the community that I'm in, the powers that be aren't making decisions that make sense to me. But you feel like you have a small, such a small voice situated in this massively powerful system. But because the system is showing itself now to be what it has always really been, <laughs> which is really not there for anything more than to control the people, now it's really showing itself. It's showing the underbelly so much that people like you guys and everyone that's watching are starting to stand up and go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. And you're finding other ways to gather, to, to put the information together that you individually have and, and the individual knowing that you're coming up with to put it together. And you're even creating new systems to do it with. I mean, look what's happened on Twitter and, and on Instagram and Facebook. Everyone that's not going along with the pervasive narrative is getting booted off. Well, that's shameful, except that now what's happening, look at what's what's happened in the last year. We have all these other platforms where people get to speak freely. And this is what we're doing. So I'm really, really grateful to be here. And I'm honored to be here as a part of this, this particular group of people who have come together to share your knowledge and to just to help lift everybody up as we create the new systems. We are equally grateful, Nia, because when this situation happened last year, I see the doctors coming together. So that's when I said, okay, podcasters must come together. But then I was really happy to see you because I said, 
what happened to the entertainment world? Like growing up in the Philippines during the time of challenges during the martial law time, the artists, the musicians, performing artists, musicians, visual artists played a very strong role in the revolution, in the evolution of my country. So I said, what's happening with them? Even the comedians, I used to appreciate comedians who are critical thinkers, but then suddenly everything is like banned or everything is like, you can't do this. There's no more entertainment, no more life, so no more theater. So I, get, I wanted to know, how was that for you when you first heard it last year, that there's no more shows, no more this, no more that. And a lot of local artists and even like my nephew, who is a performing artist in UK, he was displaced. So, but I don't hear people, you know, really working hard to reclaim their power, except right. yesterday, Nia, Del Big Tree uh, played that rapper, RC rapper, and that was really good. So, well. I'll for you well there's there's a couple things i'd like to say on that one is that you're right that, that well first of all in the united states in general we don't see ourselves as anything other than the heroes of the world we have this brand of the land of the free the home of the brave propaganda never happens here it happens over there and that's when we put our armies together and we go over and we save the people that's our branding so we don't have a memory of having come through anything like many, many people have in the Philippines, in in all these other countries that have been through communism or anything social, anything like that. They can see it they, when they're going, why can't the Americans see what's happening? Because we keep buying this, the narrative that they're putting out there that, oh, you're doing this for the other people. Oh, you're, you know, so we kind of comply. It's a long way for us to jump to this place of, are you kidding me? That's flippant propaganda. You're all a fuller shite. No. So that's the one thing that as Americans, we're a little slow to go because we're so far away from it. And we really associate with the brand that we've been given. With regard to entertainment and the arts, anytime I've traveled to any of those countries, I, I shot a movie in Romania one time and I sat with one of the older, most famous actors by the name of Jan Kedimitru. And he was telling me about the revolution there when communism fell. And he was saying that the only way they were allowed to, to share information was secretively through the arts. And that's how they carried their revolution was through by communicating, whether it was through comedy or through theater or through music, in these subversive ways where you're telling a story through another story. That's how they did it. And that's how important the arts are. With regard to not being able to perform here in the United States, things are shut down. You know what? I have a I have a very different take on it. In fact, they they called me um National Geographic's channel, I think they were doing something on the 80s. And they wanted to they wanted to interview me for this. That's like the history of the 80s or whatever, because I was doing a lot of shows during the 80s and a lot of music at the same time. And I said, sure, I'd be I'd love to be a part of that. And they said, OK, here's the covid restrictions. Here's the this. Here's the that. And I had to write them a letter back and say, you know what? I can't in all good consciousness 
agree to this because the swabs have this in it the, and and they're forcing you down this path to comply with these things that I don't agree with. And I have to be honest, I was a very small part of a of a documentary called Plandemic. I know all about what's happening and I can't comply. So I'm, you know, I understand I'm in a position right now where I don't have to feed my family. My kids are grown. So other people are facing much more difficult things. Like if they don't do this job, they don't have a paycheck. I get it. It's not for me to judge, but it is for me to stand up in the truth that I have right here and right now and lean into the force of creating new systems even for our, and especially for our industry. So as I see it falling apart, and, and believe me, I've got friends that are in, in the movies and, and the, it is not an easy job. These people think it's, it's, you know, it's very glamorous. It is hard work. You have hundreds of people pushing massive equipments, equipment all over the place. They're sweating, they're breathing hard. It's nonstop. It's a minimum of a 12 hour day. It's real hard labor. And now they're having to wear all this PPE and get this checked and get that checked. And I'm like, no, I, you know, it's not right for you to have to do this. So we have to be aware as an industry and we're starting to get our lawyers together also in uh, to be preemptive about this forced vaccine going, no. So we're starting to gather our, our lawyers saying, we're going to push this, the envelope with this, because the more we comply, the, the, it's like we're putting oil in the wheel for them. But what's being offered up, rather than thinking about it, like, like that pisses me off and that brings my vibration down and I just wanna punch somebody. That is the Irish in me. <laughs> like, like, let's go right now. <laughs> but the exciting thing to me is that we have a whole new, that we have an invitation and an opportunity to create a whole new system, a whole new system. So I'm looking up right now. And, and this is what I, this is one of the things I wanted to say about where everybody is in an individual different place in their lives and in their careers, in whatever field that they're working in, whatever their situation, everyone is very, very, very unique, but just as important and just as powerful. So the invitation is to look up and see where am I right now? What feels like an exciting invitation moving into to, in the creation of this new world? Where I happen to be right now, and this is just, I mean, I, I don't wanna go into the long story about the journey that I've been on, but I, I basically walked away from everything about almost six years ago now, because I knew, God, there's more of me. There's, there's more of me that wants to come forth you know, as grandiose as this career is that I've had, I know there's more of me. And what is it? I couldn't put my finger on it. And my industry felt like a box to me. It felt like it was squeezing me, where I felt like there was more. And it had to do with expanding my knowledge of who I am energetically, who I am connected to my higher self. What is my body really capable? What is my intuition telling me? You know, it's, and I've had incredible mystical experiences that just landed right in my lap. You know, you're more than who you are. All that to say that, that following those breadcrumbs of intuition led me to a place up in Northern California. And I had been saying, what do you want in your life? I want more of this. I want more music. I want nature. I want to learn how to grow my food. I want to feed chickens. <laughs> 
I want to build furniture. And I wandered into this place and within a span of about two weeks, ended up renting a loft over a recording studio in the Tahoe National Forest where we're raising food, feeding chickens, and the guy's a master builder. So I'm just built my first closet and all of that. So for me here, the invitation, I look up and I say, what's the invitation? Wow. There's this massive invitation because I'm watching the pieces come together to create a whole new equitable system for music as I create my music. So rather than thinking, how can I create this record and shove it in this old system Grease for the, you know, more oil and grease and gas for the old system. What is exciting me? And it's this new system. And this is what all of us are are really being invited to. Look what you're doing right here. (laughs) You know, I don't know specifically where each of you guys came from, but I would love to hear from you what what the trajectory was to put you in this unique position, (laughs) this place right here, right now. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Nia. Um, before we tell our story, I was I, what you said about artists and uh, actresses reminded me of a phone call from a local artist in New York, and he because she's been seeing and she knows of a friend of mine of what where I'm leaning to in terms of what's happening. So she asked Grace. Uh, they want, uh, how can I get exemptions for, you know, the job? Because I really want to perform. And it, so everyone's trying to find their way. Okay. So then if I suggest to them something, but my second suggestion would be find a group of like-minded people because it is time to collaborate. So we kept saying that. So, um, and, and, and then I remember that, what you've been sharing to others in your programs is that, just as Bruce Lipton would say, if we limit our imagination, then that's when we get scared and we say, okay, we we will just succumb to doing it. And you're saying also that we create, we will create. So there are nurses, especially in UK, coming together with, with the nurses in, in other countries to come together and create their own our own nursing registry because it's really time to claim it back of what Florence Nightingale really started it with. So how we come together is that we have a beautiful story that last year when this was happening, we all went into podcasting course. It's the law. That's amazing. <laughs> you actually took the course. A podcasting course and so we all have different, all different background, but then we all kept saying that if we came here at this time, we have a strong, um, we have a strong urge to express ourselves, and then we have a, a, a special role of what we need to speak our truth. And so after our sort of graduation, and that's when. I started to gather them because I know I can do it. But coming from the Philippines, we have a theme called Bayanihan. Bayanihan is a word in the Philippines of coming together. So it's even a picture of a native house 
where everyone is carrying that house, the local house, to put in another place. So that's the bayanihan, that's, the, that, that's, that's my culture, we always do that. But at the same time, we all know that there's power when two or three or more gather together. So I said, hey, let's get together. And then that's where, here we are. We started with just one stream a week. We started two because that, everyone says, yeah. That is so incredible. And because the thing is, if you stop and you think about what's going on, we are the masses. They can't do anything without us. Or they can do just very little. I mean, yeah, okay, we got to go create our own systems. But you know what? They can do nothing without our compliance, which is why they need us to comply. We are the masses. And when you stand up in that, you're, it's, it's kind of like, to me, it's like the bullying effect. It always blew my mind when you'd see, you know, one person getting picked on by a big bully and people standing around them going, ooh, oh, ooh. I'm like, what do you, how can you stand around and go, that's, see how wrong it is if we all just, you know, and then one person goes, hey, yo, stop that. You're full of, no. Then everybody goes, yeah, that's not right. And the bully backs off and shifts. That's what we're needed. That's what's needed right now. And on an energetic level with regard to the planet and the cosmos and everything that's going on, I mean, for God's sake, it's not the age of Aquarius for nothing. We have the wind at our backs. So every conscious choice we, we make that is in that alignment has the wind at its, at our back. You know, now that other the other way that that very um, shadow masculine power struggle way is it's got the wind in its face. So every decision we make on a personal level to do the right thing, meaning what's in alignment with love, what's in accordance with our true state, like the, the truth of who we are as beings. We're beings of love that work from a frequency of love more efficiently than anything else. When we work in accordance with that, now, not only do we have the wind at our backs and what we're creating, what we're doing, but we're repatterning consciousness and laying the groundwork for all the systems that we want to be coming, coming up. So by you guys doing that, like not only is it here right now, but you're repatterning consciousness and you're laying the groundwork for the pattern of the new earth that's, that's forming. So that's really exciting to me. Thank you so much. So I'll pass it on to Carl. And okay, great. Um, thanks, Nia, for being here. It's my pleasure. I'm listening to you, and you ask questions, and I say that's the question I was going to ask you. Where you know, <laughs> and you're saying everything I want to say, and I, I'm kind of amazed that um, you know when you meet people of like mind. I mean, we've all kind of discovered something that, that that we're all in the same wavelength and we never met before or anything like that. And yet people that I know all my, my life, they're on a different wavelength, you know? And I'm going, what is this? There must be some fundamental truth or alignment or substrate um, that we can all relate to. And what, what I've seen going on in the world now, it's becoming so blatant. It's in the face. Everything is upside down. And it's almost like nature or God or whoever you want to say is like going, this is it to wake you up. This is the opportunity. And so I was really delighted to hear you say, this is instead of 
hitting the grind all the time, going back the old oil and grease, you know, <clears throat> you can go beyond it, go beyond it, around it. <clears throat> and and then I was thinking, you know, not to get all uh, scripture on you, but um, there's a phrase that says, "Do not resist the devil," and I from the Bible somewhere. And I always thought that you're meant to resist evil, you're meant to keep it away, but that's not what it means. It says, "Do not resist the devil." It says. Just go around him, ignore him. We don't. We don't have to partake of this. You see, if there's enough of us, we can come together, and 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 make this happen. Um, so I guess my question is: um, Was your was it a sudden wake up for you? Uh, uh, you know, being being an actress in Hollywood and some, or did you always have that little grain of something I've in the back of your head? I have always had this this grain of knowing that um, that I was that I as a being not not as measured by society, but as as a being as a as a divine being born of God, which we all are. That aspect of me was always more important than anything else. So I always knew that. <clears throat> so negotiating Hollywood, I never I never sort of my way of of making my way in Hollywood was just to be better at my skill and to tap into the more that I am and offer it up through whatever characters, like more truth, more truth, more truth into my characters. The, the thing that made me realize that it was no longer enough for me um, was when I felt my truth being pushed into a box. Like it, it, I had already reached a point where there was only, I was, I could only tell so much truth through whatever characters they were creating and it felt really limited. And then it felt like I had to be small to be big for them. And I couldn't do that. And so when I could no longer hear my voice, when I just got to this point it was like 35 years into the career. My youngest child went off to college a year early and my marriage broke up and I just went, okay, wait, this is the first time you're not raising kids in almost 30 years. Cause I have two, right? So the older one was already out, but I've been raising them for almost 30 years. What do you want? Like you don't have to consider anything now except what you want. And I couldn't answer the question. Hmm. And I went to the beach and I wept. I wept and I wept and I wept because I knew, wow, contained within my deep, deep driving desires is why I'm here. You know, that's th that thing that, that calls me forward is leading me toward the, the expression of why I chose to incarnate. And so that's when I started really I mean, really, the rule was you need to travel, you need to let go of everything and just listen and learn to reconnect with those little tiny that 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 call instead of putting your head down and getting through things so you can deliver this for this child and that for the husband and this for the work, you know, because I'm an I'm an overachiever. Give me something. I'll figure that shit out. Excuse my French and I'll get it done for you. But more importantly than than my ability to power through things and look things, line things up in this Newtonian fashion and push it through was, is that 
that desire that you're born with, that deep driving desire that calls you. And so I had to retrain, retrain my, my guidance system. And that's, that's what started me on the journey. And the journey was, look, let go of everything. So I sold my house and I knew right away, you can't even reinvest that money because that means you got to take care of another house and just listen to the small, whether it's small or big, whether it's, you need to go to Machu Picchu or you need avocado on your sandwich, listen to it and honor it because those, that, those, that's the guidance system is, is reinforming this instead of all the programming that came from outside of work overachieve. This is the standard that means something. I know that what I'm doing in my life right now, whether I'm making money or, you know, being on television or even whether I'm speaking publicly or not, whatever, whether I write a book that becomes famous and changes lives or not, doesn't matter. I know that what I'm doing right now is the most important thing I've ever done in my life. And, and this is the, this is the message that everybody needs to get straight right now. We've been programmed, especially in Western society that to these standards that are really slavery standards. You're only good if you're working hard. You're only good if you own this kind of a house. You're only good if you're investing in this system that they created. We are, everyone, we chose to be here on a soul level at this time. This is one of the most fascinating, powerful times in the history of humanity. Our souls chose to be here. Why? So we can become more and more and more and more of who we are and powerfully help make this shift. I don't need to be the one. I, I look at it like this. If you've got scales and you're like, oh my God, the scale is lopsided. These people have control of everything. All right. I don't need to be the one that tips the scale. I just need to know that I'm getting my arse up on it. That's it. How am I getting up on that scale? And it has to do with being in alignment with what's what I, it's super simple. Goodness. We're born of goodness. What is that? How can I be kind to myself? And, and act out of a way that I know is right in accordance with what is what is in alignment instead of what they've told me is right. Why is going to college important? Why is that the right thing? Said who? You know, yeah. anyway. No, yeah, that's fantastic. Because, I, you know, you're, you're describing something. I might use slightly different words. And here we go again. It's, it's, it's like the reprogramming is what you're saying is, is learning how to connect with the heart to go on the, on the path. And, you know, my own experience would be, you know, as a, as a scientist making decisions, career decisions and getting involved in stuff where the work is, is good, but it's not where I'm meant to be. And, you know, and then you have to, you know, give up the job, give it all up and say, no, I need to find, I need to go on that path with the heart. It's hard, but there's no other way. There's just no other way because when you align, uh, you resonate and you connect with everything. And this yeah. is who we are. We're, we're consciousness, infinite consciousness, just having a, a physical experience. Um, so I've, I, it, <laughs> I suppose the other thing of, of, of reprogramming is, is that um, the way the world is described is, we're described as individuals uh, in Newtonian physics, individual particles. Uh, they're localized in space and time. But quantum physics says that everything is connected. But everything is energy. Um, and so, so 
like with the scales, when you when you when when you see, oh my God, they've got so much power. They have so much. That's all physical stuff. What you have to do is just get your vibration right to resonate. I call it. I used to read. Well, I still do from time. Carlos Castaneda and 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 Don Juan Matus would be the the shaman master, and he would say it would be the the warrior's dance. Uh, uh, the warrior. Uh, 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 would be able to, on his death, he would go to this place, this mountain, his sacred place, in his mind or physically there, and he would do a dance. And it was a vibrational dance where he'd remember all the great things and he did it in his life. And death, he could hold death away. Death would have to wait uh, uh, before anything could happen. And it's this, well, it's the idea of, of this resonance where you, you don't have to worry about trying to change other people. That's not the job. You just have to be the best you are. And the best you can be is by taking that path of the heart because that's the connection. And when you do that, you start to resonate. Your vibration starts to grow. What does that do? That repels things you don't want and attracts things you do want. And if you're not on that path with the heart, you can be led any which way. And this is what's happening. So to prevent people from getting to their this connection, uh, the easiest way to break people is to keep them in a state of fear. And so we have fear now, but even more than fear is we have continually flip-flopping on facts. As much as to say, you are idiots if you can't see this. We're going to keep pushing this. It has become so obvious now. Somebody should at least get suspicious. And, 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 but it's so overwhelming to actually look at the implications that people rather take the blue pill rather than the red pill. So I guess we're all red pillars here. Uh, <laughs> well, it seems so complicated because they're, it's everywhere. The programming, the, all of it. I'm actually watching this um, three-hour documentary on the cabal, right? And so where all of it started, and you're just going, oh, my God, it, there's like a whole playbook. And, um, and you can get really overwhelmed with how much is out there, but you have to keep coming back like you said, to your heart and knowing it's so simple. Yeah. It's so simple, but it's not easy because we, you know, we, we see how complicated it is on the other end, but this it's, it's super simple. Trust this, come back to this, come back to this, come back to this. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I just wrote down, as you said, the word trust, I just written it down. I say, you have to learn <laughs> to trust yourself Yeah. Uh, to be able to connect because if you go and you lie and, and or you do deceitful things, uh, you can't recognize that alignment. You, and, and that's the whole idea of, of, of kind of changing your chapter, uh, 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 purging yourself, um, to be reborn, get your sins forgiven. I'm putting the more religious context. So you can re be reborn, start again. So that's powerful in itself. You, you shed all this stuff and go down to the basic core essence of who you are. Because we're only here on this planet a very short time. And it's a dance. It's the warrior's dance. That's the way I see it. And um, so I sort of feel I, I, like you. Um, I'm in a place that I'm meant to be. I've been, I've been like you, I've, I've got out of the city and I found a place that's just incredible. It's all this alignment, one thing after the other. But I've been given this, and it's not for me to sort of go, okay, right, I'm fine. 
No, it's it's like God has been listening to me bitching and whining for years, and he's now said, here you go. Now we decide you, you can have it. Now get on with what you're meant to do. And uh, so I'm free. There's only one thing to do, and that's to follow that path with the heart and alignment. And so I'm, I'm, I'm delighted to hear you um, say all these things, and, and I'm just fascinated by the fact that we all, all around the world, never met before, we also have that alignment because it's the common strand. So yeah, um, that's beautiful. Nia, it's fabulous. So maybe we'll talk a little bit more, but uh, in the in in considering time, I'll pass you on to John. Thanks, Nia. Hi, Nia. Um, when Grace actually invited me to come to to talk to you today, I was, uh, yesterday I was like, Nia Peoples, Nia Peoples. Where do I know that name? Where do I know that name? And so I started researching you. I'm like, fame. That's where I remember her from. I told you I'm going to live forever. <laughs> so, like, now you know a little bit something about me. 80s, 80s kid. Uh, I grew up on all the 80s shows, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe you look, actually... you look a wee bit embarrassed. <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's all right. We all wore leg warmers and had too big hair. Not me though. Okay. Well, the big I had I had the rat's tail. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I created the my my company, which Vio Fitness. It's a fitness company and uh, the Fitness Oracle, which is a podcast that helps uh, introduce um, how exercise and martial arts helps improve mental health in men's men's lives. Because it's uh, I went through it it myself and I know what kind of um, hardship it really is, especially when a guy is in his like late twenties, early thirties, it's a, it's a very trying time. But besides that, um, listening to you speak right now, I was thinking to myself before I got on, Oh my God, here's another Hollywood actress. And we're going to be listening to just the normal rhetoric and I, you're just like blowing me away right now. See, you've been programmed to think that all Hollywood people are a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Well, and most of most of them aren't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, to hear you coming on and talking about like revolution and communism and American uh, propaganda in America, like, I'm from Greek descent, so a lot of people don't understand that Greece is a relatively new country that actually was formed in 1974 wow they don't realize that they think oh it's from ancient times no those that's gone long gone right. so like uh we had the revolution with the turks in the 18 1800s we had world war one world war two the depression we went through um uh a revolution with communism in the early 60s throughout the 60s then we had um then we had a, a, a military dictatorship from the late 60s to early 70s and it wasn't until 1974 where greece became a, its own republic which is the disaster that we have now but that's a different story so like for to hear like someone like you come on and start talking about for people to start waking up to 
what's going on with the agenda that's being put through. Like I'm already, I've been aware of this agenda since the nineties. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because you have a point of reference. You know, those of us who grew up here, we really, I mean, really, we, we grew up thinking that we were the saviors of the world. I have a ton of questions for you, but. <laughs> Ask away. Uh, I'm not going to because of the time, <laughs> but I do want to, I want, I do want to get your point of view on a couple of other topics like stuff like do you think that it's important to have a good balance between masculine energies and feminine energies oh my god that's i mean that is to me that's what the age of aquarius is it's the harmonization of the masculine and the feminine first within ourselves everything first is within ourselves i i believe right <clears throat> so what's masculine and feminine that's that's where people get confused about it right so if we think about masculine, it's movement, it's it's execution, it's not in as in killing, it's, it's, it's <laughs> it could be that too, but in getting things done. The feminine is intuition. The feminine is the, the part of you that incorporates the, the things that you cannot see. It is the deeper knowing. And first you have to come into the feminine in order to be able to execute. With the masculine, you need them both. You need both. We are those spiritual beings having a, you know, a physical human experience. But first we are this massive beauty and vibration and energy. And how does it want to take shape and manifest? And so what we've what we've what has happened is we've cut off that feminine aspects. So we have to be told what to do. We need somebody to tell us what we have to do in order to execute. All we've been taught is how to execute and how to receive out from outside what we're supposed to do. The feminine aspect of who we are is that aspect that can hear. It's That's why to me, that's why I believe women have been just been crunched throughout history is because it's in, it's ineffable. It's a power that you can't stick in a jar. You know, you can't you can't shut that down by you can't see it and destroy it. It's you can't get your fingers around it and everybody has access to it. It's like free energy. It's, free, you know, so I think it's personally, I think it's the most important thing. Um, again, um, because of my back background and you know listening to the stories of my ancestors uh we actually knew that balance very well and we have many examples when it came to like uh, even even in sparta which was considered a male dominated society which it really wasn't it was the women running the show right. like the the oracle at delphi was only women yeah. we would all the kings would go and get you know messages from the gods through a woman. So we knew that balance. Do you think that it's starting to, in today's world, do you think that's starting to come back? I Absolutely, yes. The rise of the divine feminine, and, and that is not the feminist movement. The rise of the divine feminine is happening within all of us. 
And yes, so yes, I think that's, it's imperative. You know, when you think about, if you go to, I mean, I'm, I'm a weird, I have different takes on a lot of things and I'm willing to just own it. But um, I, it is my belief that the second coming of Christ is, is, is the Christ within each of us rising. And I believe that the Magdalene energy was, Absolutely, an equal part of that. One thing could not have been done without the other, and so that's why if you if you open up to what's happening with Mary Mag, the whole Mary Magdalene energy, boy, that stuff is happening all over the place because it's time, it's opening. Now is the time when we have, like I said, the energetic wind at our backs to be able to invite that in, and I think it's a beautiful thing. And it isn't just handing stuff over to women. Women in general have have um, we're just built more for receiving and men are built physically more for producing or for executing things, but we all have it within us. So yeah, absolutely. That feminine is, is coming back and it's imperative that it does. That's the harmonization of humanity to me. Uh, and I believe it's going to happen with the women first. It has to, we we're built for that. We birth. That's the whole story of, of, um, Mother Mary, the Blessed Mother, birthed from nothing. That's the the concept of it. Anybody can do that through the feminine. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I can go on so many different tangents with that. I like, know. I, I just want to live here. <laughs> I'm not going to touch it right now. I'm just going to ask one more question. Then I'm going to pass you up to uh, pass you up to Hartmut. Um, what is your view between Hollywood and the vaccination? Because it seems like there's a lot of Hollywood stars that I was looking up to that have uh, that I have lost faith in. But then again, putting faith in strangers is not a good place to put faith in. Well, I think the, the thing is that the important thing is that we find the parts of those celebrities or p things that that we that we um, respond to. And those are the truths. Those are the truthful aspects. You know, think about any relationship you have, whether it's with your wife, your friend, whatever, there are aspects of that relationship are, that are born of love. That's the truth. And then you have these places where you bonk heads and it's born of fear or confusion. That's not the truth, but it's an experience, right? So when you look at Hollywood stars and the vaccinations, let me tell you, for the, <laughs> so for the most part, this is a super general statement. Celebrities in general will do anything to stay popular. When you get to another level, now you're being controlled by, I mean, your future lies in the hands of the powers that be. You know, that's why Harvey Weinstein had so much power and people gave way to it because he could make or break someone's career. I didn't give a flip. I didn't think anybody was more important than me, like me and my, my just being in alignment. So I don't, I don't need your flipping career. That was just, you know, I, maybe I want it. That would be really fun, but guess what? You're losing. You're going to have to have someone less than me star in that role. Okay. But I'm not going to do that, but they do, they really are subservient to that system. And so when they say, when the powers that be say, we need you to do this, there's this really easy way 
for them to make themselves feel good about it. Look, look, serve humanity, tell them that they need to do their part and get their vaccine. Now I get to, as a celebrity, put on the hat of I'm doing good. With, but what that requires of me is taking away my own sensibilities, my own thought process. And this is what everybody's being asked to do, really. And that's how we've fallen is, is you've been, you know, I mean, look at, look at the propaganda, vaccinate yourself so that you can keep your neighbor safe, but wear a mask so that you can, you know, like, what are you talking about? And everybody goes, oh, okay, I'm just going to get the jab so that I can keep you safe. And why aren't you getting the jab to keep them safe? I'm said because they got their jab. If they think their jab is keeping them safe, it's keeping them safe. Why? I think that not getting the jab is keeping me and you safe. So, but but in Hollywood, it's it's about popularity, keeping the numbers up, and they are much more subservient at the high level to powers that be. And those powers that be, Hollywood is not separate from the CIA. Hollywood is not separate from governments. Hollywood is not separate from those secret societies on a certain level. So pick out the parts of those celebrities that are messaging, pick out the parts that resonate with you and hold those, those truths as truth. And the rest of it, just know that like everybody else in the world, they're negotiating their lives and that's their livelihoods. That's how they feed their kids. They're negotiating it like anybody else. I know nurses that are going, oh my God, how can I do this? But I need to feed my children. Compassion is imperative during this time. Well, Thank you, Nia. Uh, <laughs> thank you for breaking my uh, my uh, my beliefs on uh, in Hollywood. <laughs> They're workers like everybody else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll pass you on to Hartman now. Hello, Nia. My pleasure. Hi. To you. Hello. One more guys from Germany. Uh, I have a little bit of difficulties with my computer, but I hope it works right now. It looks good now. I saw it like. Thank you. The weird matrix thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's so it's so interesting. Uh, I can uh, I I'm joining. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also saw I know you're from the I'm also fifty and I know you're also from when I was eighty in the eighties. <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> it was really cool. And, um, and uh, it's uh, so interesting what you're talking about, especially with uh, the woman and uh, the uh, the female and male energy. Um, I want to. I want to share some experience in my case. And uh, I also had um, established a meditation center with my, with my, with my wife 20, 21 years ago. And then let's say in this uh, esoteric scene, you want to think positive and all that stuff and the negative energy you want to, want to get deleted. And the interesting thing is um, with the time, it is like, Going with the flow. It doesn't. Uh, sometimes uh, it is also so that you think you go with the bad guys, but you have the courage to know that you are on the right track. Yeah, and this is something where I which, what I understand that you have to that you that you that I have to trust in in God or I have to trust in the universe in order to go through these things. And if I have the feeling. And if I'm still by myself and can discuss the situation or can feel everything, then I'm on the right track. It doesn't matter. And, uh, and the interesting thing is I stop judge whether it's wrong or right. I go. 
Do you have a comment on that? Yes. That's, I mean, I think you have to, when you say stop thinking about what's right or wrong, it's, I think what, if I'm understanding what you're saying, you're not judging it by whether it's right or wrong, but how it feels. Yes. And that's the, that is the guidance system. And I think that's really, really, really important because each of us is being presented with a path of least resistance in every moment. And that the path is constantly moving because everyone's adding into the consciousness of what's happening, right? What's manifesting on a group level is, is reliant upon everybody else's choices all over the yeah. world, right? Yes. So your path of least resistance in one moment can be, uh, it could be a different path in the next. And, and the requirement is that you listen. So as a super simple example, I hate wearing masks and I hate not going to the grocery store. I want to go, I want to go squeeze the lemons, <laughs> squeeze the, I want to touch them and pick them. I'm not going to, I don't want to make a phone call or put something online. So I have to decide there have been times when I've gone in without a mask. Now I have to be in the right resonance to be able to meet whatever um, resistance I'm going to get in the proper resonance. And there are days when I don't have the energy to do that. And I know that what I'm going to end up in is a fight. And those are the days where I put this little mask on that has holes in it. You can breathe right through it. I mean, it's like, it's all blingy. It's just, it's just beads. <laughs> And I go, okay, I don't have it in me today. Today, the path of least resistance is to go in, smell the lemon, buy it, and get out. Each person needs to stay in their in alignment. And how you get there is going to change in every moment. And this is why we have to be compassionate with ourselves and with everybody else and not judge other people. Everybody is negotiating this. But staying in that alignment is the most important thing. You have to listen. Yeah. That's that's what I think anyway. Brilliant. If we, um, I, I read a I read a couple of weeks ago this the beautiful sentences. Wise men talk about ideas, normal people talk about events, and simple people talk about other people. And um, this is uh, this is so interesting um, because um, we all are in the situation and discuss many things about the politicians about the situation and um what i saw is how many people try to wake up other people and get set bankrupt by themselves only by exchanging information but it's very difficult to get something done and um and interesting is i can only encourage people to Realize their dreams right now in this situation. And this is the track in order to get it done by, by, um, by focusing on their dreams. Doesn't matter what it is, do it. Yes, joy to the highest degree. I mean, I that is the most, like if you think about what's the most powerful thing I can do right now, Find that alignment and execute through joy. Now, part of the the um, the problem with that is we think we have to find, create, like manifest those dreams through the old systems. That's where you go. Okay, wait, 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 wait. That's an old belief pattern. Hold on to the vibration of what that dream is. Lean into the unknown and allow it to create in ways that you could not have even imagined. 
That's how we create the new world. So it, it really is dream it, dream it, dream it, but don't limit it by the, by the, by the systems that we've already known. Like if I say, I want to write a book, I have this amazing book. God's given me these words and I'm putting it out. Now I need to go get a publisher and it needs to, to be put out in this way. And that says who? Okay. If it feels, once I've written that book, this is just an example. If it feels like push to have to put it in that system of publishing in the publishing world, then step back and see what invitation is coming because the new world is being created with this with this consciousness. So yes, joy to the highest degree. That is super important. I think that's like. Thank you. And, um, and um, another thing, for example, what I also see is that um, by, by fear, we try to hide it. And uh, it's like, at the moment, I have the feeling that the world is like, in a in a vortex yeah and we try to swim against the vortex but um but the only way to survive in a vortex is to dive through it yeah so um this means to go to places to go to the <laughs> to to the hell <laughs> through the hell and uh, to stay to stay by yourself by doing this Not by making any contracts. For example, I sell my, I sell my soul. I, uh, I sell my soul for, for, for material things. Also, do your thing. What you think is good in order to make some change. And then let's see what happens. Because then it's a, then then there comes a trust where purpose will start. Yeah, it's so. Um, for my side, for example, I I work in international business. And uh, work also on governmental level and etc. levels. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the funny thing is, I was completely out of the business. I, I didn't want to do it with any. But then um, then I made a normal job. I was a normal man with a normal job, and then I <laughs> quit it. And then the people came came back, and now I'm back in the business. And I asked myself, why are you in the business again? Why are you doing this? Yeah. Uh, you didn't want to do anything with this anymore. <laughs> But uh, the funny thing is, by doing it, I got the feeling, okay, you have to go this way. And the funny thing is, it is so like that. It can, it's like a flow. Yeah, and uh, and this is uh, where you, you, sometimes I got in scary situations, but I have to go it. I have to go through it. And the state, and it's so interesting to see. And you say, and uh, and I'm thinking, okay, I go this way, and this is my way. It will have a purpose. That's it. That is it. That's so important because if you if you make a decision based on just what makes sense, you're you're kind of like, if I do this, then I'm there for this reason, and I'm there to do this, and then I'll do this, and then I'll do that. That's all based on what we've already experienced. There's so much new happening that we're creating that all you can do is step in the moment and trust that why you're there is going to be revealed because it always is. But the minute you say, I already know why I'm there, you're limiting the new that's wanting to be birthed. And it's, and it's really one of the things, the other things I think we, we should have faith in 
all of us that are taking the red pill, <laughs> um, is that this call that we're having inside us is happening inside everyone. Everyone is 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 on a you know in a different place on the path of listening to those to that calling to different degrees, but it's happening. So if you think about it in every sector, whether it's politics or in religion or in this, the education system, in the healthcare system, every single person is being pulled toward that. Everybody is. So now where, you know, 10 years ago, it might've been easy to kind of turn a blind eye to things because, man, eh, this is my job and yeah, that's not right. But eh. well, now they're gonna have to be, they're gonna have to meet it more powerfully because that call is magnified more inside everybody. And we know that as we answer that call on our own thing, we are powerfully impacting that call in others. Because the broader part of who we are as individuals is all on the other side of the veil. Like the most of who I am is over there in that soup of souls with you. I'm, I'm you, we're all you. We're, we're the perfection of who we are is the most of us is up here in this big grand soup. So the most I can line up with that, it's like I'm tugging on all of that and everybody else. Just by coming into alignment, I'm not doing anything at anyone or for anyone. It's about my own alignment and my willing to, willingness to step in the moment and trust in that, in the path of least resistance that shows up in each and every moment. And it is so genius how stuff shows up. I mean, I'm, I'm here in this place that has everything I dreamed of having but I thought that it was going to be, oh, because I'm going to have another job. My, my old thing would be, OK, I'm going to get my next series. It's going to earn this amount of money and then I'm going to buy the property and then I'm going to turn it in. That's the only way I knew how to do it. And now I just dropped into this place that, where it already exists. So moving in that way is really the way we have to move. Yes. And that's how we change the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, I learned. Um... There's a homepage which is called fourwinds10.com, uh, which is run by Anne Bellerion. She's, I think, she's more, she's nearly 80 years old, and she's doing this stuff um, maybe for 30 or 40, yeah, 30, 30 to 40 years. And um, I read there uh, a wonderful prayer, which this year, yeah, <laughs> and this was, um, God give me the power to change myself. Because we all try to, if we pray, we try to change the situation. Please change the situation. Please give give uh, intelligence to the government and all that stuff. It doesn't work. But if we say, "Give me the give me the power to change myself," in that moment it works, because it's the only power what we can get. Yeah. I love that. There's a in the Heart Math Institute, you know, which is the science behind how the the heart works. You know, they've proven that the heart has neurons just like the brain and it sends more signals to the brain than the other the other way around and that all of your organs entrain to the heart meaning as the heart pumps and as it fires off all of the organs line up with it and and it's as if the heart is the conductor for the body and when the heart is stressed out and and firing off like that the the organs can't line up with it if we think of ourselves as a heart and our job is to come into coherence with our own heart. All the, we're connected to everybody else. It's like we're encouraging everybody else to entrain properly to the heart that we have in coherence. 
And so that's why it's an inside job. Sorry, 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 sorry. Hello? <laughs> no, hello. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's, uh, yeah. And, um, oh, I wanted to tell something and, uh, wait a minute. Uh, yes. And um, what, what with I have difficulties is, okay, I know that, let's say it this way, the communist regime, which is, let's say, communism and natural socialism is, It's two kinds of the it's two sides of the same coin. Yeah, we do, we know this, and uh, the Western world is completely um, brainwashed by this system because by the propaganda, by the let's say by the demoralization and uh, frustrate and creating frustration during this university and all that stuff, the people lose their perspective for the truth. This is the only way. Um, what I don't understand is that there are several people like us who were resistant concerning this brainwashing system, but 85% are not resisting this brainwashing. And this is something what I still don't get because I know it from my family. I had conversations concerning the vaccinations and all that stuff. And um, I could feel how they are in the media. I, I, I could feel that I couldn't reach them. They are like uh, concrete. <laughs> and um, and uh, this is uh, yeah, it's and this is something what I don't understand that the, that there are so many people cannot wake up because of the brainwashing done by the by the communist regime. It's I mean. It's so nefarious what they've done. I mean, I, I've seen patents on technology that, that are waveforms that are literally there. It's just a wave pattern that they that they insert in certain media that opens up your your mind and and keeps you from being able to pull away from it. So you know how we know that listening to Mozart allow opens up your mind so you can receive the information and it settles in well this is a specific wave pattern that they're a technology that they're actually putting into media along with the propaganda and the stuff that they're putting in the background and all these things that are subconscious but i think again this is why we we can only rely on coming into alignment with ourselves and and have faith and knowing that those people are going to have to face it themselves in their own time. So everybody who'd come to me in my life as an example, um, I was always the go-to girl, Nia, what do I need to do to be healthy with this? I was like the bevy of information for what was healthy, right? So all my life, my sisters, call Nia, she'll tell you, call Nia, she'll tell you. Not that I know everything, but I was always looking, I was always searching and, um, And so now for them to say, to see me not getting the vaccination, I don't need to tell them why, unless if they ask me, okay. But just them knowing that I'm not getting it means they have to face the fact that they've relied on me for certain information. They've trusted me for certain things and now they're not. And now the internal questioning has to happen inside them. It's doing the job inside themselves anyway. They're not nobody is getting away from it it doesn't take me laying it on them it just mm -hmm. takes me standing up in it 
and their internal questioning is happening. That's for sure. It is. They're not getting away from the internal questioning. They can choose not to answer it, but they're not getting away from the question. No, this is uh, it's, uh, um, today I had already a very good discussion with a friend of mine and uh, he is doctor of medicine and he is uh, under such a pressure in order he he loves his job he works in the hospital he's and he is under such a pressure that he's that he, he knows everything what we what we already discussed but the pressure gets so strong that that this knowledge he will is going to put it to the side and this is this is very it's scary This is scary. Yeah, the people will have this knowledge. Yeah. Because they are confronting like, yeah, like warriors, take it or die when your profession. Yeah. This is um people are being I have I have friends in Italy that are just they're so beautiful and they have kids and they know they don't I mean, he's they're beautiful spiritual people and they're like, Mia, we don't want to get the vaccine. So of course I'm saying find other people in your area to to come together and see what's happening because they're trying to keep everybody separated with information, right? Yeah. But he said, if we are forced to, meaning in some countries you'll go to jail if you don't get it. If it comes down to that, now a father has to make his choice. Do I go to jail or do I stay out of jail and be able to take care of my family. It is not for me to judge what that is. And the truth of the matter is consciousness is king. You know, there are people who can take jabs all day long. They can live off of nothing but air. They're breatharians. So the question is, are you doing it out of fear or are you doing it out of love? Choose. To me, right. that's the consciousness is king. That's brilliant. That's brilliant, Mia. Thank you so much. This is a brilliant statement. I pass you to Jane. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Jane. <laughs> Hi, Mia. How are I'm, you? I'm good. I was a little late because I have five horses and I had chores to do, and a couple of them are a little sick, and it was just I was out there sweating, but I'm here now. <laughs> oh. I'm a naturopathic doctor and a homeopath. And so I've always, as a homeopath, been aware of how brainwashed or how programmed people have been since the turn of the century, really, about, you know, how to steer them in a certain way toward a, there's only one path if you become sick, and that's pharmaceuticals, and B, to blindly trust, you know, the authority or the doctor or the government. And so I've seen it for years. And um, as a homeopath, I became very congruent, like you, you know, in your own heart as to, you know, I believe in this 110%. So I never, no one ever questions um, me and my thought, my thought process anymore. When I wasn't congruent, it happened a lot. I would get a lot of attacks and you know people questioning and now because i know and i'm aligned like you say nothing and i think it's the same with this like with what's going on it's the same thing and uh i really woke up at, at or i knew at 9 11 what that was all about as well so one if you see it in one place you can't be tricked in another you know so just just some comments off the hop 
Yeah. That, again, it comes back to that, you know, it's an inside job yeah. individually that is the, the most powerful impact on the collective. Um, one of the things, if I could share a little something about, I mean, I, I don't own, I haven't owned a TV in years and I don't get my news from, I, I just, since I started on this journey, stuff drops into my awareness and I go, okay, why am I seeing that? Mm -hmm. So when, when this whole COVID thing came down, I was actually in Bali and my mother and my sister called and said, please come home. And I just went, if you're worried about my health, I'm probably safer here than there, right at the beginning when this was coming out, right? But then I thought, oh, this feels funny to me. It feels like it's going to impact travel. I'm going to go be stateside where my kids and my family are. And little by little, all these things were dropping into my awareness about what was really going on. And when I figured out that this was not just a money grab on the pharmaceutical companies, and I figured out, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And all of this history was coming up and all... I fell on the floor weeping when I realized how big this was, just weeping. And I took a walk the next morning and I just said, what can I do about this? You know, what can I do about this? What am I supposed to do about this? And I very clearly heard a voice say, just because you can't see things happening, meaning good things, doesn't mean they aren't. And you have to be willing to look at the evil because it was when I realized how evil it was, how evil and how long and how deep and how it gets into the esoterics of things, I, it just it made my stomach churn. He said, you have to be willing to look at the evil and transmute it within yourself. Look at it, look at the face of it, look at Bill Gates's face. And when I transmute it, within myself from looking at this powerful evil person. This is an example. I now look at him and I see one of the saddest, weakest, most programmed human beings on the planet. But it put me in alignment to be able to look at and see and place my awareness on the good things that are happening because where your focus goes, your energy grows, right? So yeah, I see the evil, I transmute it inside. And now look, look what's happening right here. Now everybody's turning more to Bruce Lipton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now everybody's looking around and seeing all these magnificent answers to things that have been squashed forever. And we're joining together and we're protecting it and we're building it and we're growing it. Where before we weren't. So now we are, where, you're, where your focus goes, energy grows. And so this is, you know, this is our, again, it's our inside job that way. So, yeah. Yeah. That's actually, I, when this all broke out too, I, well, all of us here were like, what can we do? And that's why we know each other. But um, my response was that it's an inside job. So I started a podcast and it's called Empowered. And my focus is always on empowering people. So that their their focus can re, or they can realize just what powerful spiritual beings we are, and I love how you say it's like the birth of the Christ consciousness in each of us, 
And I believe there's an alignment to our heart and an alignment to um, greater consciousness, which is where true genius comes from as well. And all the inspiration and, uh, you know, what are we going to do about this is going to come from. But if we can't be in fear and in our heart at the same time, so it, we have to switch the focus, like you say, transmute it. And it, and I think it is just a, it's it's a it's a it's a brand new guidance system. Yeah. I mean, we have been so intellectualized. We have been and and just trained up and programmed to think that the way that they've laid out is the way that it is. And and the way we got here was by walking backwards into it, by giving away that sovereignty, like by just that little step. It's funny, somebody asked me, how could Hollywood how could they be so terrible in Hollywood? You know, when you talk about the pedophilia and you talk about the the adrenochrome and you talk about Nobody walks up to anybody and goes, hey, if you drink this blood, I'll make you famous. It doesn't work that way. They, it starts little with little given, you know, maybe, maybe a casting director lays his hand on your, on your knee and leans in a little uncomfortably close. But because he's a powerful casting director, you let it slide. It starts like that. It's sneak. It's that, you know, it, when you think about pedophiles, they, they don't go to pedophile school. Their energy or an abuser, they don't go to an abuser school. Their energy can sense the energy of someone who's willing to relinquish their power. That's it. Yeah. There's no school for it. What are you giving up and what are you taking away? When are you standing in your power? Little by little by little, every time we give it away, that's how we got here by not questioning things that are so obvious. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that place in Atlanta where they have all the, the big stones that are, in, that are, have inscriptions on them, right? It's like, they're, it's their manifesto. Here's what we're doing. We're, we're putting it out there in all these different languages. It's right there and, and everybody can look at, I, I hear it's in front of the UN right now. Somebody was saying that in front of the UN is like Agenda 2030. It's like posted outside the UN. And people just go, oh, eh. Nobody questions it. Yeah, little by little. Yeah. Hidden in beautiful language, too. Like, as if it, it sounds so perfect. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the 500 million of the <laughs> to reduce the population to should be a huge red flag. Yeah. We, the powers that be, have discerned that 500 million is what it needs to be so that we're in, how do they put it, like in, uh, in balance with nature. Yeah. Are you the balancer of nature? And I Nature's think the balance of nature. Yeah. You know, I, that was, we must be reading each other because I wanted to ask you how you, or if you've had any insights into the whole child trafficking and adrenochrome and just what is adrenochrome about, you know? Well, from what I understand, and, and again, it's not like I've been at parties where they're passing it around. I don't, you know, there. I'm sure I was at events where stuff was happening that I was completely unaware of. I just, I, I didn't float in that frequency, so I'm unaware. I mean, I was on a hit show in the 80s and cocaine was flying everywhere. I never saw it because I was just like, whoop, 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 right over my head. Yeah. But, so what exactly is your question? Well, 
I, I guess I ponder what, what, you know, they, apparently they traffic and kill children and infants and under extreme terror and the adrenal gland or the pituitary gives off adrenochrome, which is a very sought after sure. chemical. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, I just wondered if you heard any inside stories or knew anything about why or what, what do they achieve by giving? Well, as I understand it, it has to do with opening up the third eye. So any of us that have done, I don't know if you've done ayahuasca or any of us, I mean, I've done a little bit of plant medicine and it's really healing because it, it opens up your pineal gland, but I've also experienced it with nothing. I've experienced it in nature. And to me, mm-hmm. an experience of ayahuasca, when you take this beautiful plant medicine and you experience it to let you know what's, what's possible, you can do it without any of it. But the adrenochrome is, uh, is something that immediately, as I understand it, opens up the pineal gland and gives you these incredible experiences. Now, when you look at secret societies, they always say, which I hate, why is it secret and why is it special and who's saying you're special enough to be in it? Mm-hmm. I don't even like VIP lines. <laughs> like They yeah. just annoy me. But people go because, oh... I'm special. Oh, it's secret. And I'm being let in because I'm special. And that's because they don't already know that, you know what? You flipping are special. You are unique and you are wonderful. Why do you need them to tell you that? But this is, this is part of the way in it, but with the adrenochrome, it has to do with that. And if you look back, you know, for me, part of the things that, that start locking, tying things together is, I remember taking a tour somewhere. God, I can't remember where I was. Somewhere in Europe, I think. And there were these tunnels that ran underneath this monastery somewhere else. And aligning the tunnels were all these skeletons of babies. And I'm going, what is this? I thought, was this like the priests impregnating the 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 nuns and then they didn't know what to do with the babies. But now when we start learning about this stuff, you start yeah, kind of putting the pieces together and it has to do with, I'm right now I'm watching this documentary on the cabal and they're talking about the Luciferian, you know, the, the religious rites and the, the practices and, and how they've infiltrated everything from the Knights Templar the Jesuits, the all of it, the the Masons, and in order to get a hold of every segment, the the financial markets, all of it. So, it's it's all based in that religion. Yeah, as and I understand it, it. Yeah, and it all boils down to you know they they know what our human nature is that we want more power, that we want eternal life, and what they have to do first is program you to feel powerless. And that you're not eternal, right? Yeah. And then, then they can catch you. But yeah, right. And that I mean, and you, I mean, you can get really overwhelmed when you look at how much they understand cosmic law. Mm-hmm. They understand the tetragrammaton. They understand that 
you know, the power of numbers. They understand the power of words, this, you know, and they line things up like that. And you go, oh, my God, I don't know enough to combat this. But the simplicity of it is nothing, nothing is more powerful than coming into that heart space, period. You already do it. You do it. You do it. Yeah. Come here. This is our natural frequency is the frequency of love. And it heals everything. If we, if we, if we can come into that state of being and move from that state, then it takes care of itself. It naturally aligns that way. I mean, that was the beautiful work of Dr. Emoto when he spoke, you know, he just, he spoke into, or he put words on water, on bottles of water from the same source. Some were positive, some were negative. And then you, you, take a picture of the frozen crystals and though what happens to the to the water that had beautiful scenery or beautiful words put on the water perfect geometric patterns and what happened to the ones that had ugly words malformed it's that simple it does it automatically we don't have to know all of that stuff we just come here exactly right and heart mind aligned um yeah it's incredible and I think too, I like we're moving like you you've mentioned into a into a new vibration. So there's definitely an agenda to shut that down within people. So to keep them in fear is one of the best ways. Yeah, but they, I mean, they're in trouble. I mean, they're just the the planet's already doing it. When you look at the Schumann resonance of the planet, the planet's already you know they're working. Talk about having the wind in their faces. Yeah. So just like. We see it, transmute it within yourself, bring it into love. That's the most powerful thing. Absolutely the most powerful thing we can do. During my, you know, this, this spiritual walkabout that I've been on, I met Kabbalah masters and priests and shaman and everything. And one of the most beautiful people I met um, was a visionary from a place called Mijigoria, which is in Bosnia, Herzegovina. It's a place of pilgrimage for a lot of Catholics because Mother Mary's been showing herself there in apparition every day to these six visionaries who were kids at the time since 1984 every day and we had an opportunity to sit with her and somebody asked her how do you pray like what do you pray for and she said i don't pray for the world i don't pray for peace i don't even pray for my children i only pray that i will become more and more love because in that i am serving everybody and it's really true yeah, beautiful. You know, I've always followed uh, the Nibiru information and how it comes close to our planet every 33,000 years. And we often, like, then we have a pole shift, which leads to higher consciousness each time. And I, I just think that all of this is tied into that because we're right at that time as well. Oh, it's all, it's so like, to me, I just go, we, <laughs> like, I see how everything matches together. You know, I just like, wow, it's, it's lining up, but yeah, you know, so go for the ride, lean into the unknown and, and look for those little sparks of, of, wow, this is really happening. Right. And focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just love finding, you know, you know, when you found someone of your tribe and I've really enjoyed listening to you, beautiful, beautiful, and such a heart. Thank you so much. Oh, it's so much fun to be here. Grace, thank you for putting this together. I mean, it's really, really fun to come together and be able to speak freely about it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and I will honestly say, like, you feel out in the world, you feel like, oh my God, I'm all by myself. 
I can't even speak truth or I'm going to get attacked. But what happens is the more the more I follow those little lines of inspiration and just kind of put the, uh, you know, find that, find my alignment as I negotiate my way through all the, the sea of weirdness, the, the tribe starts collecting around me. It mm -hmm. seems, I mean, everybody in the tribe feels like the tribe's collecting around them, but it is that, that resonance. It just starts, you start finding your place and, and become more and more of a creator from this state of being, which is what we want. Right. And they tried to keep us separate, but it's almost the opposite has happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, be, and it had to happen this way because we had to choose. Yeah. Somebody, nobody can come out. I know like with the Q movement and everybody going, Donald Trump is going to come save the world and a, a switch is going to be flipped and everything is going to right itself. And I'm thinking, not exactly. It can't happen that way. Because yeah. the people have to be on board. The people have to choose individually. You know, we are the ones who create this. We created this. We created the dark and we created the light. Like we, our consciousness created all of it. So we're creating what we're moving into. We have to choose. We yeah. get to choose. Yeah. And once you choose, you start to move, navigate through your own shit so that yeah. you can come into alignment with your own heart. But it's mostly unprogramming. It's deprogramming, isn't it? More of the work that I've done is like, oh God, that's an old pattern. That's most of the work. Yeah. And just to see that it's a program. Yeah. Like it no longer has the fangs. And the, the yes. And, but it's astounding. Some of it's like, well, you, you, then you start asking yourself the most ridiculous questions. Well, why did I ever feel that way anyway? Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And once you realize, oh, it's because, you know, Uncle Tom talked to me like that when I was five years old and I've never let go of it. Right. Well, and think about it. You didn't even choose your own name for God's sake. Right. Yeah. Why am I Nia? Because I was born that way. I don't know. Did I pick the name? No. Yeah. Do I like the name? It works. <laughs> but I like Verinia better. <laughs> I That's like my it. full name. <laughs> I like your name thank you so much. Really, really a pleasure. No, thank you guys. What a pleasure. What a pleasure to be here. Oops, Grace. There you go. Thanks a lot, everyone. And Nia, thank you so much. And for the audience, thank you also. They're having their side conversation and they were empowering. There may have few questions, but you covered it already and uh, all the others also as uh, the questions and comments came in and it never fails at the end of our an hour and a half it seems like we're just getting into it so but we hope to have you again sometime and we hope that we can always connect and be each other's support from afar because i do believe that we were we are born for this times already so thank you. Thank and you for having me anytime. And please share my email addresses with everybody yeah. on the panel. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And uh, <laughs> any, anything, any more upcoming events you want to share or, you know, this well, this is for me. No, I don't, you know, I, it, one of my challenges as, uh, as someone who's been in the public eye since I was 22, I've always been in service to the public. So, um, I always say yes to things. Sometimes I fly myself places and I do these things. And my internal work here is to un, like release that 
that programming that service looks a certain way. And so that's like, can you show up for this event? Can you show up for that event? Can you do this? There's internal work that's happening for me. Um, and so I'm a little like, okay, don't just sit back and be quiet a little bit because there's different creation that's being called forth. So I'm a little kind of wishy-washy because I'm, I don't want to grip it. And you have a platform, you have a, this, you have a, that be expected to show up that way until it feels like a full invitation. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just really, really listening and unwinding that programming. So no, there are no events for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again. And to everyone, please share this. If you feel empowered at this moment, please share. Thank you. You guys are rock stars. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was <laughs> brilliant. It was like a dance.